Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. And I'm Joanna. Freddy Krueger is not here. Or is he? <laughs> and this is Live, Laugh, Murder. Yes. Joanna, I told you what the episode is today. You did. What is it? It's the story of Freddy Cougar. Freddy Cougar. Cougar. He's not a cougar dating young guys. Am I saying it wrong? Is it Cougar? (laughs) (laughs) It's Cougar. Can you please edit that part out? Absolutely not. Not a chance. Um, Oh my goodness. So I had someone who, let me refocus, Cougar. Um, (laughs) I can't focus. We must have said it in a past episode that you haven't watched any of those movies. Like, I've seen bits and pieces, but never start to finish because I'm always so scared. Okay, so you know the gist. Yes. What do you know about Freddy? I mean, literally, if you fall asleep, he comes in your dreams and yes. kills you. Yeah. Yes, and then you die in real life. Uh, yeah. So the reason I'm doing this episode today, this is not a typical Live, Laugh, Murder episode. If this is your first time, this is not what we normally do. It's like a little spinoff. So we like it. Yeah. It's movie plot only, the story of Freddy Krueger. So no guessing. I just get to sit and listen. terrified. And be terrified. I tried to get you to watch the movie with me. No, absolutely not. (laughs) It's going to happen. And then we're going to watch Halloween, and then we're going to watch the Jason movies, and we're just going to keep going. I've done... The Halloween movies, especially, like, the more recent ones. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then you're ahead of me. But I've also seen some of the older ones, but not... There's, like, 14 of them, isn't there? I mean, there's way too many, to be honest. And there's a lot of the Freddy movies, too. How many? I think it's nine. Nine? I'm not going to make you watch all of them. There there are nine. I would want you to watch the first one with me. Mm -mm. I think the listeners would love it. I'm sure they don't care. Okay. (laughs) So, you knew there was a song, which we started with. Yes. Okay. Different type of episode, no guessing game, movie plot only, but Mm -hmm. we cannot skip. The Florida Man story. Joanna's epic segment. And I have to apologize to our friend Chansey. And tell me why. Because last episode, I read her story online, Mm -hmm. and I was going to make you guess, Mm -hmm. and then we just got so into it that we forgot to give her credit. Chansey, we love you. Thank you for sending us that crazy story yes, last week or you. two weeks ago. Sorry. And I thank you. And I won't let it happen again. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to say this one was from Amy. Not going to make a guess because <laughs> I want to keep like forgetting. Amy is like on staff <laughs> now. She's our first employee. She's our intern. <laughs> our intern. <laughs> unpaid employee. What do you got? Tell me. All right. So this is from Titusville, Florida. I've heard of Titusville. Not the I've point. Driven through Titusville. I think. I think I have driven through it. Okay. Okay. Anyways, um, a woman with an open bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey. Yes. What would you do if you had an open bottle of Jack Daniel's? I'd give it away because I don't like oh, okay. I don't like whiskey. <laughs> well, she had it in her bag, but she was arrested for driving a golf cart on Florida's busiest interstate while drunk. Oh yeah, no! According to the arrest arrest report. Oh. The 58-year-old woman was arrested Saturday night on the shoulder of Interstate 95. Uh Uh-huh. She is now facing misdemeanor charges of disorderly intoxication in a public place and resisting an officer without violence. She was driving with an open bottle of Jack? Mm-hmm. In her purse, though. It was in her purse. But she was drunk. That's a ja- that's a country western song. Yeah. 
According, <laughs> according to a Florida Highway Patrol report, a semi-truck spotted the woman driving in the golf cart in the center lane of 95. Wow. Yeah. Center lane. Not even like... Like the... Oh, okay. On the, like, the okay. right side. I'm picturing it. Um, and it. Which is the heart of Florida's space coast. The oh. truck driver used her semi to steer the golf cart driver to the shoulder of the interstate, trooper said. She was driving a golf cart? Yes, but the semi-truck driver <gasps> got over and, like... Yeah, scooched kinda, her. Yeah, corralled her over. Corralled. Once on the shoulder, the truck driver grabbed the keys to the golf cart as the woman tried to drive away. <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> Once troopers arrived at the scene, the woman started to argue with them and insisted that she needed her bag. Inside the bag, mm-hmm. troopers found an open bottle of Jack Daniels Tennessee Fire Whiskey. She was driving... A golf cart in the middle of I-95. Yeah. And it says one of the busiest highways. Yeah, it is. It's all clicking in my brain now. Yep. It says Holy Interstate shit. 95, which stretches up and down the East Coast, is Florida's busiest interstate highway, according to Federal Highway Administrators. Does it say where she was going? Mm-mm. Why? Where? Who? What? Where? Why? When? No. Nope. Well, we know who. Yeah. Florida woman drives golf cart on highway while drunk. <laughs> these these headings are just like right to the point. They really are. Um, Molly has a golf cart. Could, uh, yeah, we'll ask. Her. <laughs> Have you ever driven it down seventy? What was the name of the woman? Was it Molly? <laughs> <laughs> no, the woman. The woman was fifty eight. Oh Not come Molly. on! Oh, I don't like that. That's scary. She could have gotten really hurt. Really hurt. It didn't say like the time of the day or anything. But I mean, how much gas really fits in those things? It's not gas. It's battery. Really? Yeah. Good. But the battery is, like, wicked expensive. It's not gasoline? No. This is week after week of you making me feel dumb. (laughs) When was the last time you pulled up to a gas station and saw somebody filling up their golf cart? Well, I thought it was, like, a lawnmower where you have to bring the gas home. You're you're special. (laughs) I mean, there there are some, like, Polaris's, which are like golf carts, but they are gas-powered. Yeah. But don't those go really fast? Or maybe they're not gas powered. I know my in-laws have one of those. They is go it, really fast. Is that like those like street legal like? Pshum. I don't think you're supposed to drive them on the street, but all I right. think people just get away with it. All right, all right. I'm off. I'm I'm lost in the brain of uh, what's it called? Golf carts. Golf carts. Uh, maybe I had too much Jack this morning. <laughs> We're recording in the morning. Hello. Hello. Hello, lady. Oh, wait. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> oh, gosh. Go. That's from... Okay. Yeah. Let's just keep going. Uh, welcome, Live, Laugh, Murder. I usually tell my stunning co-host a story, which I've already mentioned, and Joanna tries to guess if it's a movie plot uh, or the facts of a true crime case, and today is not that. You know why you're here. Movie plot only. The story of Freddy Krueger. It's officially spooky season. Krueger. Krueger. I'm an idiot. K-R. Say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say same. No. Yeah. Um, okay. It's spooky season. That's why I wanted to do this. It starts really September 1st for us. Yeah. I've decorated. I am wearing a spooky shirt. It says a, boo. A spooky shirt. We should post that on the Instagram. <laughs> Your boo shirt. We Well, you probably started weeks before me, but are you like the person, I already know the answer, that you watch any horror movies around Halloween. Well, just last year we watched the Halloween movie because then yeah. last year it came out. Yeah, that's true. The most recent one mm-hmm. is it Halloween ends. Ah, he's still alive. He's never gonna die. He's never. I thought gonna he die. was gonna die in the last one, but then nope. They find a way to get him to come out every time. They really do. It's impressive that you watch that. I haven't even watched that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I couldn't help myself. I wanted to do something creepy and sinister, and I just picked Freddy because he's my favorite crazy slasher person okay okay all right favorite i i mean and i've watched the movies far too young i've mentioned that before as i think a lot of people our age except for you yeah i was so sheltered <laughs> I mean, those movies weren't available to me and i didn't even really know those movies were out there did you have a blockbuster yes but we weren't allowed to rent those oh did you see them like the posters i think so, yeah you would remember that and so just, you knew they existed i knew they were, I were they were scary and we weren't allowed to watch them that's true okay so no Nightmare on Elm Street movies for you, which is the actual name of the movies, mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Elm Street. So my point today is I'm going to give you a rundown from beginning to end, soup to nuts, knife glove to melted face of Freddy Krueger, okay, giving you his storyline. This is the storyline from movie one to movie nine. Okay. When did movie one come out? Uh, movie one came out the year of my birth, 1984. And the, whoa. 
They yep. were that creative back then? They were. <laughs> <laughs> they created me. Uh, the most recent one was 2010. I had to scroll down to check. So they're due for another one. I think there is going to be a remake with different people. And I heard that Robert England, who plays Freddy, would want to do some kind of something He's still in alive? There. Yes, he was just in the recent Stranger Things as a cameo. Mm. You don't watch Stranger Things, right? I started it and just couldn't get into it's it. It's so good. I know. Well, the recent season, there's, and this is, hello, this is, well, let's just go for it. Um, there's a lot of kickbacks to Freddy Krueger movies in the recent season because of Vecna and him going in the mine to hurt you and kill you and control you. So they mention Freddy Krueger and then Robert England has a cameo in the movie. He's not dressed as Freddy. He's no. dressed as someone else. But it's really cool to see that. It's just like, oh. All the dots are connecting. Okay, let's go. It's like a nostalgia bomb. Okay, rundown of the plot. I already said that. And then at the end, I'm going to give you some pretty cool, like, movie facts about the movie and the franchise. All right. All right, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's start at the beginning. Amanda Kruger, Freddie's mother. She was, and you know this is going to be awful, right? Yeah. You're you're aware? Yeah, the nails, the killing, the slashing, the screaming, the running, the hiding. Amanda Kruger was a nun working in a hospital. Amanda was treated the most poorly a woman can ask for. A few days before Christmas of 1941, she accidentally got locked in an insane asylum when the guards went home for the Christmas weekend. Okay. There was no one on duty to let her out. Amanda was raped over 100 times by psychopaths in the hospital. Is this in the movie? These are all in the movies. Yes, from the beginning. I already don't like it. I'm giving you the uh, plot from storyline beginning to end, not necessarily from movie one to nine. Okay. I, I wanted to give you from, because you find out little things about Freddy as you watch the movies. They're not all, all of this is not in movie one. Okay? okay. So you like later on in later movies, you learn background from his childhood. But I am telling you the story in timeline order. Okay. Like on Disney Plus where you can watch the Marvel movies in timeline order. That's what I'm doing for you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so where was I? A hundred times, psychopaths, hospital, disgusting, horrible. During this time, she became pregnant with a son who would later be named Freddy, the bastard of a hundred maniacs. Not Frederick? I don't know if it's Frederick. I think it's Fred. Now I feel, now I feel dumb. Good. Um, welcome to my I, life. <laughs> welcome to my life. The bastard of a hundred maniacs is a nickname that's been stated in the movies. Mm. As a child, Freddie was fostered by an alcoholic and abusive man named Mr. Underwood. He was bullied as a child and then shown signs of himself being a psychopath from a very young age. Freddie would harm small animals, which huge yeah. red flag. Um, and he would also harm himself, which is awful. But he had those connections. Boom, psychopath. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't taking the bullying. Sadly, even though he would harm himself and harm animals and get bullied, no one was there to help him. So as they always say, have sympathy for the child, not for the crazy slasher psychopath melted face person. Freddy's first victim was his foster father who he killed. Okay. As Freddy grew up, being that he was conceived of such horror and darkness, nature versus nurture, he grew up in his real life to be a murderer. Did you know that? No. Did you know that he was a real person before he became who you know? No. Okay. So that's perfect. I can tell you. As an adult, when he grew up, and everything I'm telling you is real world, quote unquote, he grew up to be a murderer and the worst kind, a murderer of children. Mm, Why? It's awful. Why? Because he is disgusting. The movie said that he's killed about 20 children when he was alive. And he would take them to the boiler room of his home during his horrific acts. So I want to throw this out there that's been mentioned in some movies that he was a pedophile. And then it's also, I read online, that they tried, the franchise tried to phase that fact out, like if they regretted putting that in Mm -hmm. almost. I did not speak to the Wes Craven himself before he passed away. I love you, Wes Craven. So I can't say for sure, but that's rumored online that that tried to get phased out because they realized it was not appropriate. Yeah. I mean, all of it's not appropriate, but, yeah, you know, that's just horrible. Now, here's the kicker. <sighs> I'm not ready for the kicker yet. Okay. Let me just keep going. Let me just keep going. In his fake pretend, quote unquote, real life, 
Freddie was a blue-collar working man with a wife named Loretta and a daughter named Catherine. What? He had a family. This is all in the movies. This, this is, is so yes, weird to Yes, me. and it's, to- it's revealed, as I said, throughout the throughout, later movies. Yeah. You get the background. Yeah. I'm telling it to you in timeline order. He had a wife. He had a daughter. And she plays a huge role, the daughter, in a later movie. Catherine. So he tried to live a normal life on the outside and kept his crimes a secret on the inside. But, of course, Loretta eventually found out what her husband was doing. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have a husband that has a secret shed, a boiler room, a place that he keeps locked and yeah. says... Eh. that's mine don't go in there you're gonna go in there you better go in you go in there find a way she actually she gained access to where he kept all of his murder weapons and more than he had more than one murder glove the glove with the knives he made that when he was alive and he had many 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 types of gloves gloves for finger knives for fingers and other types of murder weapons and she realized he was committing murderous acts right there on her property when loretta confronted him and I remember this scene vividly from when I was young watching these movies. Freddie killed his wife, not realizing that Catherine, his daughter, witnessed mm-hmm. the whole thing, witnessed their confrontation, their argument, and witnessed her dad killing her mom. And how old was she? She was young, little, like a little kid. When he looked over and saw his little girl, he tried to comfort her because he never hurt his daughter. Mm-hmm. Never hurt. He was very, in the movies, it shows him being like a doting father to her, which is actually reminiscent of real life psychopaths. Like BTK, who I know you don't know who he is, but BTK was a real life psychopath who carried a whole family, had a daughter. I think it was just one. Very reminiscent of this story. Mm. This was, I think, in the 70s and they never knew. His wife and daughter never knew that crazy. he was killing people you know yeah so he saw his little girl he tried to come for her and act like everything's okay honey she promised her dad she wouldn't tell anyone Mm. he said you can't tell anyone but lo and behold she did the town he lived in was called springwood dubbed they dubbed freddie the springwood slasher that was his nickname freddie was caught by police and arrested Obviously, his daughter ratted him out. He had murder weapons in his house. They found him. But due to a fucking technicality, he was let go by the police. The technicality. It was, oh, I do know. The technicality being that someone did not sign the search warrant in the right place when they searched his house, which made it null and void. Everything they found didn't count. (sighs) Those technicalities. Yep. It's sickening because this stuff happens in real life. Uh The search warrant became null and void, and they were forced to let him go from jail. Jeez. Well, that's not the end. I mean, obviously, this is just the beginning. The parents did what I think you, me, and our kids' fathers would do and any of the people that we know. The parents of the children that were, you know, abducted and killed and hurt, they were not having it. Mm -hmm. They did what we would do, I think, and they went after him themselves. I mean, live, laugh, but never murder. But, uh live, laugh, and get the person that's killing all the kids. That's just disgusting. They formed a vigilante mob and went after Freddy themselves. They found him in the boiler room on his property and poured, what do you think? Acid, boiling hot water. Gasoline. Gasoline. That was my second guess. Third guess. Third guess everywhere and set his house ablaze. Good for them. Good for them. Thus causing Freddy's melted face. Face. 1968. Freddie was burned to death by the community members where he lived in the town of Springwood. And I just, I read about how and watched, obviously, how the parents could just stand and watch. What happened to the daughter? Was she out of the house? Well, when everything came out, she had been put in foster care. Oh, okay. Okay? I'm going to talk more about her in a little bit. Knowing that Freddie did not stop there, what happened was that while he was burning to death in the boiler room of his home, can you picture it? Mm Mm-hmm gasoline everywhere he's trying to walk around there's flames everywhere and this is in the movies you know ah i'm on fire that's not how he talks it's okay uh that's how i I, whatever so while he's burning to death three dream demons who were in search of the most evil soul on the planet found freddy and inhabited his body thus giving him his powers to terrorize indefinitely and that's where freddy gets his powers from but he's dead in real life Mm -hmm. but the demons possessed his body so now he's going to live in like a demonic realm okay so i mean i know he comes in their dreams but i guess it's more nightmares 
Yeah. But like, does it happen? A nightmare on Elm Street. Every Go ahead. time the kids fall asleep, like how does he know which child's dream to go to? So at the when the first movie comes out, they're teenagers, that same community. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this later, but he's almost trapped in that community. So it's not like if you're in California and he's in Springwood, he could inhabit your dreams. Mm. He's stuck amongst those people there in a demonic realm. And he has targets. He targets certain kids and he's targeting the kids of Springwood. Those are his, that's his goal. And I'm going to, and the reason why he's doing this, we're going to get to soon. Okay. 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 Well, as time went on, Freddie didn't immediately start doing this. This took time. That was in 1968. As time went on, the parents kept what they did complete secret. Of course. They kept it. It was like a pact between them. Don't tell anyone. Because obviously, then they would get arrested. They didn't share what happened to the Springwood. Do you remember? Please. Springwood. Slasher. (laughs) Yeah. So it seemed that no one knew what happened to the maniac, Freddy Krueger. What a surprise. He's just mysteriously gone. As the other kids of Springwood from around this time grew as to be teenagers, almost like the remaining ones that were still alive that he did not harm, the history of Freddy Krueger turned into like an urban legend. Mm -hmm. Because time had gone on, you know, 10, 15 years later. And of course, Freddy and the neighborhood families that attacked him lived on the infamous Elm Street. Yes. You knew it! Elm Street. Mm. Elm Street, which is in the town of Springwood. Now we're moving into the 80s, okay? Toward the end of 1981. So 13 years after Freddy was killed, he kind of been harnessing this energy. Demonic three dream demons are in his body, which sounds so silly. Yeah, and this is why we weren't allowed to watch this, because the demons. I mean, I was allowed. I watched. You weren't. Oh, you mean we as in you and your siblings? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, if I had a little more supervision, but it's okay. I turned out okay. Uh, it's eh. debatable. <laughs> <laughs> so end of 1981, 13 years after Freddie was killed, something sinister started to happen in this town. Kids were dying. The kids, or teens now, if you will, were complaining to their parents of having scary-ass dreams. You know, like nightmares, as you said. They would speak of a man chasing them and trying to hurt them in their sleep. The parents, being that of the 80s, didn't give much attention to yeah. their kids. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. I mean, we we had some supervision. Yeah, it was go out and play. We went outside and we played all day outside. Yeah, well, same. We walked to the park. We would go to the store. Yes. Here's some money. You're eight years old. Go yeah. go with your friend down the street and go get yourself a Coke and a candy. Yeah. Yeah. A Coke and a candy. A Coke and a candy. I used to like drinking when I was little those. Oh, this is going to sound so bad. Um, those like flavored waters that came in glass bottles that don't exist anymore. Orbits? I don't remember the name, but there was like a flavored wa- fizzy Canadian water. Wa- Canadian? I have no idea what, what it would be. But Clearly they came. Canadian. They came in glass bottles and I would feel like I was drinking a beer. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. This is also the age of candy cigarettes. Okay, and I'd feel it, I'd pretend I was smoking a cigarette. Back to our. We always get on these rants. I'm sorry. It's not just that. It's that, okay, my daughter came in and scared the shit out of me because they're on the other side of the house. And I totally screamed like a... You did. You did. It's because we're talking about this topic. But I saw the door open, so I I, I saw him come. Okay, insert scream. <laughs> Let's get back on track. The teenagers associated with the parents who killed Freddie. Okay, let me say that again. I said it really fast. The teenagers associated with the parents that murdered Freddie Krueger, like the ones who were still alive, the siblings, mm-hmm. the friends' parents, all of that started mysteriously being found dead in their sleep. That's so creepy. Yes, it is. Like any sort of, I know, I mean, I know they're being killed in their dreams, but like, is there any sign of like murder on their bodies or are they just? Yes, there is. Oh, It's not just their body. There's signs of that they were hurt. Oh. So spoiler alert, Freddy Krueger has the ability to stay alive, but in the dream world. Freddy had has had i don't know how to say it the control to inhabit your dreams and control your dream Mm. making them as scary as he could true and vicious nightmares he would play around with his victims almost like toying with them and he's known for some iconic lines he had quite the personality his victims would sometimes believe 
this is where this is where it gets scary. And anyone who suffers from sleep paralysis, and I've had many experiences mm. where you have like a lucid dream, will get this. The victims believe that they're awake because they think they're awake. Everything around them looks their house, their street, their everything. Yeah. It looks at, as it does in the real world. And then subtly, the people and the surroundings in the dream, when Freddy's there, start to morph. Once Freddy's in your dreams... And he is in your mind. So he can see and have access to your most horrific fears and nightmares. And he uses that against you. He feeds, fed. I keep going back and forth between past and present tense. (laughs) My high school English teacher would be very upset with me right now because I did that in high school and I tried very hard not to do that. Um, She like drilled it in my head. Mm -hmm. There's a name for it. I don't remember. Um, He would feed on fear. He feeds on it. It Mm -hmm. almost gives him more strength. He needs fear to really be successful, okay. if you will. Mm-hmm. He would attack and kill you while you slept and you would die in real life. The epic twist is that each time he killed, he collects a soul. Oh. <laughs> and it was like your face would get imprinted on his chest in like a horrific, what? disgusting, burn-looking type of way. But not like a cool like tattoo it's like creepy morphed your face, like you're there. Your soul is in him. So like you're still alive through him? Your pained, screaming, I'm in hell soul is in him, not you. It's almost like a, you're, you're trapped. And he would become even more powerful each time he did this. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I've had lucid dreams and I've had sleep paralysis and i know how scary that is i even trained myself over the years to wake myself up Uh, i can do the same thing like i know oh my gosh tell me about yours i can tell i'm in a dream and i'm like wake up wake up and then i'll wake up that's how you do it yeah you know how when you fall in a dream it like startles you awake Uh i've learned over the years (laughs) in my dreams when i realize it's a dream i will spread my arms out wide and i'll stand on an elevated and I've had a dream where I was standing on a curb or like on a building like that different and I just fall forward and it wakes me up. Isn't it weird that we're aware of our dreams? It's like very some weird. people don't. I know. I looked into this a little bit. A lot of people don't. And I saw I, w- I was reading up on like why sleep paralysis exists and there's a thing where it's almost like part of your brain is mm-hmm. awake and conscious to where you're aware that you're in your room, you're in your bed, for instance. So that's why things, when you have those kind of dreams, all look the same. But then the other part of your brain that controls your motor functions is not awake yet. Hmm. So that's the scientific behind sleep paralysis. Yeah. It's not just a sleep paralysis demon attacking you. Oh, okay. I've seen those. Like those, car- <laughs> like those drawings where it's like there's like a s- spirit over the sleeping body. Yeah, that's not what's happening. We can pretend, but it's not. And again, I'm not a scientist. That's just what I know from my own private studies. And- okay. My own private research. During Freddy's reign of terror, he came across three major players who were a huge threat to him. So I'm going to give you a little rundown of each of the three. And they're all women. Oh. And I'm going to get to why that is later on. These are three that were a threat to Freddy. Okay. Okay? And they're badass women. Sure. But they all died. Yeah, but they're still... I'll I'll tell you later. Go, go, go. I'll get to it. Number one, Nancy. The infamous. And I wonder if in Stranger Things, Nancy was named after this Nancy because Nancy was badass in both scenarios. Mm. Nancy actually moved with her family (laughs) into the home that Freddie once lived in. Of course. Nancy was gorgeous, perfect eyebrows. And she eventually learned when living in the house about the past of Freddie. And... Nancy technically vanquished him eventually. Nancy would be killed by Freddy many movies later when he took the form to terrorize her of her father. So that's a brief rundown. Nancy, badass, movie number one. Okay. Okay. Second kind of threat to Freddy, Kristen. Kristen was special because she could bring Freddy into her dreams with her. Ooh. Okay. okay. Not just Freddy, anyone. She would use, she had like a dream power. She would use her dream powers and had a group of friends who were the last remaining children of Elm Street to help her defeat Freddy. Defeat. Defeat, quote unquote. She would bring her friends into her dreams. She could control. So it's like if I fell asleep and you fell asleep, I could make sure that your consciousness was in my dream. 
and you were experiencing what I was experiencing. They could work together. She brought them into her dreams to battle Freddie, and they completely thought that they would win. Sure. Full on. Uh, They did not. Of course not. Kristen was eventually killed as well by Freddie by being thrown into a boiler and was burnt to death. Gosh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Number three, Alice. Alice was able to gain the powers that Kristen had. And these movies are connected. This is not all in the same movie. She, too, had the ability to bring people into her dreams with her. She had that control. And she was dubbed the Dream Master. Mm. Okay? Since Freddie had collected so many souls during his kills, Alice was able to recognize this. She figured it out and would was working to remove the souls from him. Yes. To untie that bond. And this was slowly and it took away his power. Because that gained more power. Thinking she had finally defeated him, Alice went on for another year living peacefully. Oh, just a nice life. She became pregnant. Um. Freddie was, quote unquote, powerless. She thought he was gone. And this was Freddie's shot. No. He used the mind of her unborn baby in her womb to infiltrate and gain power again. Oh, my gosh. He was using the dreams of the, the baby. Baby. Inside the okay, womb. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? Babies, I mean, when do babies start dreaming? They don't start dreaming in the womb. How do you know? Have you ever talked to a baby yes. in the womb? My daughter has told me. <laughs> well, you know what, though? Because they say, like, you know, some babies start having night terrors. Like, she will tell me she's like she'll have a bad dream, and she has woken up from bad dreams before. Yeah, but she's two and a half, almost three. She's not a womb baby. She's not in the womb land. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that dreams don't happen for newborn for little babies yes. in the womb. I don't know. This is in in Wes Craven's world. This happened. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. it makes sense in the movies. Okay, for the movie's sake, right? So, in the teeny baby, he was infiltrating the dreams, gaining power. This did not cause an immediate win for Freddie because Alice had an idea. She was she found out about it all, and she was able to find Freddie's mother, Amanda, the nun, and got her to help. Oh my! Right, the two then vanquished Freddie. Dot 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 again. Alice peaced the fuck out after this and moved away. Freddie, however, found a way to weasel his way back into the world, the unconscious world. He's always going to come back. Always. Always. You never, okay. You may be asking yourself at this moment, how is Freddie able to come back over and over and over? We know he had supernatural powers, Mm -hmm. but he also gained the ability to possess people and would use that as a way to come back. So you're asleep, he's in your brain, and he can possess your body and make your body in the real world do certain things. What? Yes, walk around, even talk. And there's some movies where he makes them do just crazy, stupid, dumb shit, honestly. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot more than you thought, right? It is. It's a lot deeper. It's a lot deeper than people who've not seen it understand. That's why it's so fascinating. After Freddy's last revival, he was back to slashing bitches and stealing souls. (laughs) Which, as I said, would continue to make him more what? Powerful. Powerful. Years later, he became so powerful that he found himself, he was able to blur the lines between dreams and reality. He was able to kind of mess with the real world a little bit. After all of this death in one small town, Springwood, the parents of the dead children in Springwood had all about lost their minds. Yeah. Because they're still alive. The parents are alive. They found themselves in what can best be described, and I saw someone describe it as a mass psychosis. The parents are depressed. They're just, this is, this town is done. And sadly for poor Freddie, there were no more children to go after. Because he's killed them all. He's killed them all. So so what is poor Freddie to do? I mean, and honestly, if I was the parents, I would stop. I wouldn't have any more children. No, stop reproducing or move out. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, just move. He had no more kids to infiltrate. So he had to spread his wings and go elsewhere. Freddie, it's time to go. Like a different city? Like a different city. It wasn't easy for him, though, because he couldn't get away out of Springwood. Mm-hmm. And the only way he could fathom was through his offspring, his daughter. Oh. Catherine God, Kruger. He had the baby. He had the kid. He had Catherine Kruger. Freddie was able to track her down using his supernatural powers and like a father-daughter connection, if you will. Sure. And of course, 
Catherine had changed her name, or rather she had her name changed by her foster parents that mm-hmm. she grew up with when she was adopted. I mean, who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. And she now went by the name Maggie Burroughs. That was okay. her new name. Maggie's job, now that she's an adult, grew up to be a counselor of troubled youth. Makes sense. And Maggie, having an idea of who her dad was, would see a therapist specifically for controlling her dreams. Whoa. It's like she was like locked and loaded. Yeah. Okay. Maggie tried her best to suppress the remaining memories she had from her childhood. She just wanted to, no, I'm out. I don't want to think about it. Not that her dad ever tried to hurt her, like we said, but she witnessed her mother being murdered and realized her dad was arrested and what he did. All the horrible things. And the episode, or the episode, the movie that has Catherine or Maggie, whatever you want to call her, will go by Maggie. It's so crazy because when it flashes back to her as a little girl in her like dreams, she's an adult woman Mm -hmm. in pigtails with a little girl dress. It's weird. But the flashback is her as a kid in pigtails with a little girl. So it's like still twisted in her dreams. He's still able to kind of fuck with her a little bit. Okay. And again, he uses your worst nightmare against you. That's, that's what he does. Freddie reached, made contact with her supernaturally, even though she made it, not even though, she kind of made it seem like with her dad that she would go along with his plan. His plan was to kind of use her to get to another area of the world, to get out of Springwood. Freddie wanted to work, wanted her to work with him or for him in the natural world. Mm. And she was smart enough she was a smart woman that she had been seeing a dream psychiatrist and she used the tools she learned to figure out how to defeat her dad freddy krueger freddy in the dreams maggie was able and this does happen in other movies but she was able to pull to fall asleep dream hold on to freddy wake up and realize that you could pull freddy krueger out of your dreams into the real world Yes, and this happened in multiple movies. It's crazy. It started with, and forgive me if this was not her, or if this was Maggie or not, I don't remember who it was. It started with where someone woke up, they're like, oh my God, like they were awake. Because in the movies, I'm really going on a tangent here. They would set, when they realized who Freddie was and what was happening, they would set timers, alarm clocks to wake themselves up so the kids wouldn't stay asleep because they knew that he could kill them. So they would have like blaring alarm clocks and like crazy loud music, So they would, or they'd have a friend wake them up. But what, what a... So they weren't trying. And they try to sleep. I know. They try to stay awake for days at a time. They tried to never go to sleep. So it fucked with them. Anyway, there was one movie where someone woke up and they were in a battle with Freddy. He was about to get them. And he was, the person was holding onto his shirt. And when they woke up, they realized they had his cloth in their hand. And that's how they learned, holy moly, we have some power. Guacamole. Holy guacamole. Okay. So let's get back on track here. I really, I just get, I'm like so into it. So- she could bring Freddie out of her dream and into the real world. And then he's vulnerable. His physical body is vulnerable. Yeah. So she then stabbed Freddie in the real world, in his abdomen, and not just with any old kitchen knife. She used his own glove with knives for fingers to so stab him. <laughs> she got it off and she was able to use the glove to kill her dad. <laughs> In the abdomen. Then she shoved a pipe bomb in his chest. Oh. For good measure. <laughs> a pipe bomb. Did she make this pipe bomb? <laughs> I mean, she figured it out. So this killed him again. But yeah. then, and released the dream demons that resided in him, giving him all that power. Mm-hmm. Finally, Freddy's dead. But the demons are still alive. The demons are still alive. Well, really, Freddy is not fully dead of course not of course not just when you think this is the end it is not freddy's human form was done Mm -hmm. even there's a movie where he has his remains buried and like blessed by a priest and you think that's it he can't come back now his spirit though living in hell was able to come back from hell of course i'm gonna tell you how this created the insane, ridiculous movie that I had a great time watching in the theaters. I vividly remember. I was cheering, clapping, laughing. Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, God. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. It is absurd. Is it stupid? It's so stupid, but it's phenomenal. I remember watching it. It's like an, to me, it was like an homage to all the other movies. Is Jason the one in the water? Yeah, and he has Camp. the mask. 
camp. Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. Yeah, and he has the hockey mask. Yeah. The reason – there's a reason Freddy vs. Jason happened. There is a plot – Freddy was stuck in hell. He needed fear to live. And you know how the dream demons found him because he was the most evil spirit in the mm-hmm. world? Being a child murderer. I, I hate even saying that. I'm not going to say it again. He then was in hell looking for the most evil spirit, the most evil person that he could find. And he landed on Jason Voorhees. So they fought. So, well, first he manipulated and used Jason Voorhees as a means to kill and spark fear in the town and gain power so he could then take over. So, but then they end up battling each other? They do. They do. They do. They totally battle. Um, Jason could walk in the real world. He could not. I was going to say he could talk. He never talked. He just was weird. And he would use that. He needed fear. Freddie needed fear to come back. To start, you know, to have power. He Mm -hmm. needs fear. He needs souls. He needs nightmares. He needs all that stuff. A nightmare on Elm Street. We should call it a nightmare on Crystal Lake. Oh, there's a real lake. Side note. Called Crystal Lake. I don't know where it is. And someone, (laughs) a scuba diver, I think it was, got a life-size doll, dressed it up as Jason Voorhees. And it's right now at the bottom of that lake. No. <laughs> yes, it's a doll. It's a mannequin. But it has the mask. It has the clue. You can look it up. You can Google it. It's How scary do you think that would be if you were just Terrifying. chilling, doing your little scuba scoob? Then you're like, ah! That would be me. That was a little loud. Okay. Jason could walk and talk. Or I keep saying that. Jason could go around the real world and had Freddy in his mind manipulating him. And at the end of that installment, Jason pulled a Maggie like his daughter and stabbed Freddy with his own glove to kill him and then decapitated him. Cut off Freddy's head. Jason did. In the movie. In the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Freddy vs. Jason. But when Freddy gets killed with his glove, of his with knife fingers by Jason Voorhees, Jason decapitates Freddy. I think it's Jason that decapitates him. He's holding Freddy's head. And as a viewer, Freddy's decapitated head winks at the camera. Stop. So is he here? Is he there? The movie ends. Is he ever really dead? No, obviously no. not. He's possessed no. by the devil. The exactly. The dream demons. And this causes the true fear for the franchise. And this movie was so scary growing up. You know why. Everyone has nightmares. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where my story plot's going to end on Freddy's history. But I'm not done. I got stuff for you. Sure. I got cool facts that I found. Any movie that gets in your head is the scariest kind. Yeah. I couldn't even hear that song when I was a kid. That I started the show with, the one, two, yeah. Freddy's coming for you. Do you know it? No. Three, four, better. Lock your door. You do know it. Five, six, get your. I know this one because you just played it. Crucifix. Seven, eight. You better. Stay up late. Stay up late. Nine, ten. Never You're going to s- be dead. Never sleep again. Oh, it's just, I couldn't even hear that song for so many years. Like, even up until college years, I was just, mm-mm. I will link in the show notes where I got a lot of my information from because I didn't rewatch. I've seen every movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't rewatch them all, you know, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's daughter, who's a teenager, wants to watch the first one with me. She's in high school. Oh, she totally. She's watched the scary movies. She, we watched some of the Conjuring series together. And I said, have you ever watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy? She goes, no. And I said, okay, you're Gen Z. Do people your age watch? She goes, yeah, a lot of people have seen them. She's like, I know all about it, but I've just never seen it. And I said, do you want to? She said, yes. <laughs> oh, But I can't, my little girls, my littlest one, she, I can't even no. watch a scary movie with her in the next room. She's got to be asleep or not here because she can, she'll hear it and it messes with her. And I don't want to do that to her. No, and you don't want them because like, even if they see or hear a little bit of it, who knows what it might spark in their little brains. Yeah, and then they have bad dreams and I don't want to do that to them. But the teenager, she can handle it. She's sure. about to be 17. You oh, got yeah. this. You can do it. She can do it. I'll link where I got a lot of my notes from because it was really helpful to look on different websites. And I looked at quite a few and just kind of gather it all together. Yeah, and using you have to do. Yeah, you have to. And using my memory and all of that. And there's a documentary on Netflix that talks about different movies that I got a little bit of stuff from. It was pretty mm. cool. Other than literally watching every movie... Again, they'll be linked. Oh, and I'm going to link also in the notes all the movies one through nine and the year they came out in case you want to watch them. And it's on? Um, oh, they're on all different platforms. 
they're not it's not like they're on netflix or anything like that hbo max <laughs> hbo max yeah. which i don't have anymore yeah and i yeah yes sorry thanks. sorry joanna uses my netflix and i used her hbo max and now we can't have Listen, that special bond anymore we will who uses my hulu Do i don't use hulu? your hulu. i have my own hulu oh well then use my hulu i have my own hulu i don't pay for it it's free through my cell phone company oh, oh. this is not an ad for hulu let's keep going oh. let's get back on track <laughs> if you want to do your own research on anything that i didn't mention check out those notes those links that you'll see there's so much more because there's people out there that are way better writers than i of compiling all this information they've put in-depth details about these okay. movies okay i want to tell you so to continue i'm going to start with some of Freddie's weaknesses. Did you catch? Chocolate. Did you catch? Yeah, that's my chocolate and mine. Did you catch on to any weakness that I said? Well, his daughter. Okay. His mom. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay, yeah. I got a few for you. Speaking of his mom, Freddie's mother had the ability to keep his powers at bay. And even contain him for an amount of time, which is why Freddie is scared of her and tries to restrain her soul from ever escaping. Because she does pass away, but she's also kind of in like a realm of contact in this supernatural. Purgatory. Yeah, Purgatory. we can call it that. So that's a weakness is his mother, which you totally called. You're good at like calling out things. You got intuition. Next one. Freddie is afraid of fire. Well, yeah, naturally. Yeah, which makes sense based on... Yeah, how he died. Exactly. You took the words right out of my page. Next one. If most people have forgotten about Freddy Krueger, he gets trapped in hell, which is probably why he keeps his humor alive. He keeps a little jaunty humor to make it make him more memorable. He likes to add pizzazz. How? I'm going to play a clip for you. Oh, okay. Okay. He's really got some one-liners, but... Again, his whole point is he needs to stay relevant. He's like the Instagrammers or the TikTokers. If they are not relevant, they just fade off into uh-huh. the nothing. That's and that happens. Like the some of those TikTokers get like a fifteen minute uh-huh. fame. And if Freddy Krueger was, if he had a TikTok, it would it would be great. All right, I'm gonna play you some kind of one liners. I hope you can hear this. They're it's a bunch, so I'll just go through a few. Who's that? Another character. Wanna suck the face? No. Oh! <laughs> One more. Oh, that's loud. What's wrong, Joey? Feeling tongue tied? How sweet. Fresh meat. Yes, Show you one more. I keep saying that. That's Nancy. She's in a dream. Okay, Joanna, reactions. <sighs> I'm definitely not watching those. Ew! Why does he kiss them? Want to suck face? That's nasty. That is a famous line. He says, "Want to suck face?" And then his tongue extends into her throat, and he basically suffocates and kills her. So her fear is making out. Well, no, on their but he, he starts with that, and then and I mentioned this. He eventually just twists it into his own little. It's disgusting. Do you see where that he has a personality? I guess what he says. What did he say to Nancy? Oh, Joanna freaked out when I showed her the the episode. Oh, good lord, movie one where Nancy picks up the phone. And he says, what's something about your boyfriend? And his tongue comes out I'm of the your phone and now. licks her face. <laughs> it's so disgusting. How do you like do that as like a prop? Like, <laughs> you know what we're going to do? Like, they actually had to think about that. Uh-huh. They did. All right. Let's keep going with his weaknesses. Sometimes he seems to have a hard time killing those who have a strong will and control over their dreams. That's okay. a weakness of his. It makes sense increasing his desire to kill them and freddie gets really pissed when this happens and he cusses worse than me oh jeez, much i forgot to do the cuss count so that's okay i'm sure so, someone we'll else say there, 15 i'm sure someone <laughs> just go with an average yeah 15 works so that was an that's another huge weakness of his another one for you he can be pulled oh i told you this he can be pulled into the real world by a person from their dreams mm-hmm. making him 
vulnerable and it always seems to like catch him off guard when it happens. Well, yeah. Yeah, almost always. Uh, almost always. Okay. The true fans will know. He plays and toys. This is the last weakness. He plays and toys with toys with his main targets, which we'll call like his favorites, like some of the ones I mentioned. And he gloats like he's the bomb.com. Mm-hmm. If his victims are cunning enough, they can use this against him. Kind of his boastfulness to trick him and get him off guard. Now, some behind-the-scenes facts that I want to share. The original movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street, was written and directed by Wes Craven, Mm -hmm. which we all all know, and was released. What year was I born? (laughs) 84. Definitely not 94. 84. So it was meant to be from there. Our main character was played by the great, who is still thriving, Robert England, who... As I, I did put this on an Instagram post that he did a cameo in Stranger Things. It was awesome. What was fantastic about Robert England playing Freddy Krueger is that no matter how many movies were made or how silly or ridiculous the ones mm-hmm. came, the sequels, Robert England would just like dive into the character, giving it his all every time. Full steam. He would just go for it. And he made the worst of the Freddy movies just as enjoyable just because Mm -hmm. he went full steam he's a good actor in researching the inspiration that Wes Craven had because he was the writer of the movies I came across something really interesting okay because it's like where did he come up with this idea come up with that stuff so here's a quote from Wes Craven himself about a true crime that happened and led to his inspiration okay so this is a quote quote things were fine and then suddenly the young son was having very disturbing nightmares He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him. So he tried to stay awake for days at a time. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought this crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that eventually that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Hmm. End quote. Interesting. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's com- conflicting things of where he got inspiration from, but I found that one to be the most valid from looking at different places of where Wes Craven found inspiration for the movie. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Johnny Depp, our buddy, mm. performed his debut act in the first movie? No. I want to show you the clip. As a child. He was a te- he was He was 21 at the time. That was his first is movie. Is he that old? Yeah, he is. He was 21 and we were born. I was born. I think a lot of people know that Johnny Depp was in it. Not me. Well, now you do. Um, if you didn't, now you do. And he was 21 and he was hot. He was like, fine AF. Let's show Joanna the clip. I'm so excited. She's sleeping? Is this real? That's Nancy. Just watch. What if Ben tries to call? Her boyfriend, Johnny Depp. That hair. And those eyebrows. You see the phones unplugged? Mm hmm. Numbers only jacket. Glenn's bloody death scene. You start, Nance. Oh, there's a mouth of the iron room like that. Now, what if Glenn really does call? Gotta go check on him. Where's he at? His house, Abby. Unlock the door, you bimbo. Is this a dream? Lock, lock. Mm-hmm. I locked it all up. I had to. Nancy, you are going to get some sleep tonight if it kills me. Give me the key, mother. I can't. I don't even have it on me, see. Here's Johnny, Depp. Sleeping in his bed. This is 
goes with him. <laughs> so she knows he's in the dream. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh my. How did they do that? Blood is shooting out of the bed, up to the ceiling. I think you get it. Okay. So they didn't show how he died. They just... They showed him being... There's... It gets really creepy. I watched the documentary. Joanna, what did you just say when you were watching the blood shooting out of the bed? How did they do that? I can tell you how they did that. That's crazy. This is so cool. I saw this on the Netflix documentary. The room that they used as the set for Glenn, Johnny Depp's bedroom. Upside down. Was a rotating room in a soundstage, obviously, like set on like a mechanism. Mm -hmm. And they had the room flipped upside down and they poured the blood from the ceiling down. So how those of you who know the movie, you know that Johnny Depp gets sucked into the bed, which I just made Joanna watch. And then blood shoots out of the bed to the ceiling, gets all over the walls. But it's upside down. It's really upside down in real life. So it's really cool. Interesting. Okay. Okay. What's this is I hinted at this earlier. This is what was really cute that I also learned in that documentary that no, you'll see it is cute. Wes Craven, the writer had a daughter who decided (laughs) she decided who would play that role of Glenn and she picked Johnny Depp over another actor. Oh, and then the rest is history. Now he's famous. Was that his first role? Yes, that was his oh, first role. Interesting. Speaking of his daughter, this is also cute. And uh, Wes's daughter, I'm going to call him Wes. I saw that she was, she told her dad, she was sick of how girls in movies as victims were so helpless. Yeah. Always falling over, getting attacked, like doing all stupid shit. Yeah. Since so, she told her dad, don't make the girls like that in your movie. So in Wes Craven's movies, the women are not helpless victims i like it that's they like don't cute. that's awesome it's fucking cool they don't fall over and trip in the street like they run their asses off they fight him and some of them quote unquote defeat him mm-hmm. influenced her dad enough to where he was like okay that's a good idea i like it in a time where all those horror movies made mm-hmm. women just yeah, helpless. helpless running up the stairs exactly the and then i did just show joanna the clip of nancy running up the stairs where her feet get stuck it's i don't know if you caught it her feet were mm-hmm. getting sucked into each stair like if it was you saw that yeah so wes's women in his movies are badasses they're not lame even wes craven did the scream movies did you know that i did not and think about it think about other than drew barrymore who gets killed right away but the heroine is sydney yeah. a woman and she's badass So it's like he, it's just kind of cool. They fight like hell. So just a random fact that I didn't know where else to place in this episode, but I thought was worth mentioning. In the nine movies made from when the time of the article was written that I read, the franchise grossed $370,495,086 in North America alone. Wow. And then today's money, because this is throughout time, that's $720 million. Jeez. And change, if you adjust for inflation. So I'd say that they made some money. Yeah, just a little bit. It's one of the highest grossing franchises of all time. Huh. So yeah. And another random fact, because I just can't stop. I could talk about this. I could. This episode is going to be 10 hours long. Another random fact I had to throw in, <laughs> and to end this, in a way. The in, a, make- in a way. <laughs> yeah, we're Ten at the end. later. The makeup artist, their inspiration for his face and how they made it look how it looks. They were inspired by how cheese melts on pizza and separates. Ew. <laughs> how it slides off the crust. Aww. Imagine getting a fresh, hot slice yes. of pizza, and you hold it up, and it slides down. Okay, I was honestly thinking about getting pizza for lunch today. As you should. I think I'm still going to. And for my rating. Okay, got to end it with the rating. IMDb gives the original A Nightmare on Elm Street a 7.4 out of 10. But when did this rating come out? Like, did they watch? Oh, I don't know. Like, was it in 2020 and they just watched it? Of course, they're going to get a bad rating because... 7 point... No, no, no. They know what they're doing at IMDb. That's true. They really do. I give it 5 out of 5. I love everything about it. It's great. Of course. Minus his horrific acts when he was alive, obviously. I shouldn't have to say that, but I love it. 5 out of 5. 
I'm going to list the movies as I stated in our show notes. So if you want to have a little spooky season watch party, you should do it. Go for it. Gen Zers, like um, Brett's daughter, the teens out there, do it. Go for it if your parents say it's okay. <laughs> yes, get parents' permission. Get parental you have consent. nightmares and they, they're like, why are you getting these nightmares? I know. Let us know. Let us know on Instagram or email us. If you've watched them, you love them, you hate them, you have horrible dreams from just let us know whatever you want. Don't be a Joanna. Watch the classics. It's rude. <laughs> it is rude. Don't be a Joanna. Well, kids, adults, not kids, 18 and up, we love you. Yeah. Thank you love for you coming to our Fred talk, <laughs> not TED talk. And uh, go watch the movies and remember to what, Joanna? Live, laugh, but do not murder. Don't be like Freddy. Don't be like Freddy. Bye. Bye.